This episode is dedicated to anyone that's going through a breakup. It's also dedicated to my girl, Jen, because if I didn't go through my last breakup, I would have never met you. I want to thank my little brother, Shalom Melchizedek, for the song that you're about to hear. The introductory song is from my younger brother. And um, the outro song that you're going to hear at the end of this episode is a song that I wrote to my girlfriend when I was making a plea to save our relationship and we were successful and we're still together. So it's all about love. This episode is all love. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy. I'll catch you on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sober's Dope Podcast with your host, Pop Buchanan. This episode is about breakups and how to deal with breakups, some tips on how to deal with a breakup. A lot of people recently contacted me about this subject, and I remember every breakup I ever experienced um, always was um, very, very emotionally draining and hurtful. Because it's a natural human thing, we build um, attachment hormones and we build bonds with people, spiritual bonds, emotional bonds, and it's just attaching is hard. Um, it takes a specific mindset, but it's but so much we can do, but embrace it, understand it, and look for at the positive sides. But no matter what, it usually always hurts. And that sick feeling is just a tough one to get over. And I remember one of my, um, I remember a breakup in particular that led me deeper into my addiction. And I just definitely tell people all the time, no matter what, try your best not to use alcohol and drugs as a crutch to deal with addiction I mean to deal with a breakup because it could lead to an addiction um because we know now and I didn't notice then and thank God for the podcast I'm learning as I go and I'm putting two and two together and as we know after a specific life event like um a death in the family or a major breakup the brain goes through a specific amount of changes, especially when dealing with grief. And that the, the brain's changes is called neuroplasticity. And, you know, our brains could change for the better, you know, it could change for the worse. And there's been evidence that, you know, breakups and hard, like divorce and breakups and um, death and grief can lead to depressive symptoms. 
Um, and you could be a totally normal person and a certain type of breakup could hit you differently. Um, a certain type of grief can hit you differently, cause your brain to change and your neurotransmitter hormones tend to fluctuate and change. And then that could leave you with an anxious disorder, maybe some depressive disorder, maybe in a state of fear and panic or just feeling like the whole world is collapsing on you. And love is the, one of the most beautiful things in the world. So when you love someone and you're going through a love withdrawal, it could feel terrible. And it felt terrible for me. And look, I'm a manly man, you know, um, and I'm not afraid to keep it real with you guys. You know, one thing that wasn't good for me was, you know, when I was going through breakups, I just kept partying. And even though I was all over the place and falling apart, I kept partying I kept, like, just drinking, and I kept masking my emotions because I felt so terrible, and I was abusing myself, but I think if I was a little bit more honest and did the work a little bit more courageously, I probably wouldn't have went through that really dark period of drinking that led me down the deep end that eventually brought me to my recovery, but in retrospect... Now that I'm healthier, my brain is healed, and I'm in my recovery, I'm looking back and I say to myself, why did I let myself fall apart so much over a breakup? And I think it had a lot to do with my own disappointment. I felt like, and it was it had a lot to do with my anger towards my addiction, because I think alcohol was one of the reasons that that breakup that caused that breakup it was my drinking because if I wasn't drinking I was a nice guy and when I was drinking it was just problematic for anyone that I had to live with or anyone that I was in a relationship with at that particular point in my life um you know the brain starts to wear down our tolerance level drops and we tend to go from functional alcoholics to alcoholics so I did an episode about this and it was like overnight I went from a functional guy who drank and had fun to the alcoholism taking its toll and my tolerance level would drop and my disease just kicked in really at high, high, high speed and I was stuck and it was very hurtful for the people that I was with um, and I have no regrets about that particular breakup, that particular time, because life happens and everything happens for a reason and I trust a bigger process. But in retrospect, I can honestly say that I wish I had a few coping skills when it came when it comes to when it came to, you know, that hard breakup. And this episode is just about that. I don't want anyone in the sober dope community or that's listening to this that may be going through a breakup to internalize it to the point to where it's detrimental to you, where you're thinking about suicidal thoughts. I don't want you to get to a point where you're excessively drinking or doing drugs. I don't want it to get to a point where you're out there having sex indiscriminately with just random people to make yourself feel better because that's a form of abuse, believe it or not, just giving your body away to people who don't deserve it just to feel loved. Um, you know, I know a lot of people like to glorify rebound sex, but that could lead to a bigger problem because you could... You know, you could introduce yourself and give your body to somebody who's 50 times worse than the person that you're 
you know, you just got um, separated from. So you have to be mindful. I would say taking a moral inventory, looking at yourself, your role in the relationship, trying to put yourself in the other person's shoes, practicing radical honesty, forgiveness, um, forgive yourself first for your mistakes and flaws. That's what I should have done back then. And um, being honest with you guys, I, I put too much pressure on myself. My brothers, my friends, they was like, yo, why is this breakup so hard on you, man? Like, you really taking this hard? And it was just because I was so disappointed in myself. I was so upset with me. I was just so hurt because I lost something that meant a lot to me, but I just totally took it for granted at the same time, and I just let myself go, and I just was very resentful towards my addiction at that point, and that led me to, believe it or not, drink even more, which made no sense, but uh, what, heart heartache mixed with depression, anger, sadness, and alcohol never is going to make sense. It's just going to be one bad blitzkrieg of just destruction and I was just really internalizing all of my mistakes and I didn't give myself a break and I certainly didn't forgive myself it took me years later to forgive myself and I remember my mother and friends used to say you know what even though this relationship didn't work you was a good dude and you did a lot to try to make the relationship work you know you tried you know and um so you got to give yourself, cut yourself some slack. But it, it just took me time. Now, luckily from that breakup, it led me down a path where I met the person that I'm with today. And I couldn't imagine a life not being with this person. So in the divine scheme of things, I think God wanted to bring me through a process that would help me meet my potential soulmate. And I love my girl, and I'm happy that I'm with her today, and I would have never met her under any circumstance if I didn't go through that other breakup. So out of the sadness and out of that darkness and out of that depression came some new love. And um, so have faith if you're listening to this, and, um, and, and look to better things to come. Maybe not in comparison to the person that you love, I would never compare my new girlfriend with my ex-girlfriends or nothing like that because love is unique. So it's not about negative comparison. It's about appreciating the gifts that life gives us. And it's about knowing that different doesn't necessarily mean better. It just means that you're moving on. Life changes, love changes. And luckily today, I'm very good friends with all my exes. I have no enemies in the love department. Um, I made amends with those relationships. So if you're in the recovery community, that's one of our goals to make amends when it comes to love. I made amends. I reached out. I apologized for my role in the breakup. I took accountability, which I didn't initially. Initially, it was all about how could she do this to me? She's such a bitch. She's evil. I hate her. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And um, and, you know, I don't believe women are bitches. I'm not like that. I was just saying that's, you know, in the midst of my anger, looking back, you know, I was very upset. I was very angry, you know, um, but I had to take accountability and I give my ex a lot of props for the courage that she had to move on 
that brought her to her new life and she's doing well and I'm in my life and everybody's all good it's all good and I found my recovery and I'm happy and um I think the universe pulled us apart and put us on our own separate trajectories because we had things that we needed to accomplish as spiritual beings on this planet and we brought each other to the height of our potential spiritually and that's where separation lied. It was like, okay, God said you guys hit the zenith of your potential in this relationship and through this breakup you will become two different people and grow and that was a beautiful thing and now I can look at it all in retrospect and say wow that did kind of work out in an extremely magical methodical way from the chaos came my recovery and a whole new life and it's all good so ladies and gentlemen if you're dealing with a breakup have faith all right. Uh, the world is not ending, even though it feels like it's going, it's ending. Um, feel the emotions, live with it. Don't try to numb yourself and don't try to run from it. You're going to go through it. You're going through a form of withdrawal. All right. Love withdrawal is no joke. So, ladies, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, I love you all. I'm going to leave it there. Just wanted to share with you that every episode I share, whether it's a short one or a long one, somehow it connects back to how I found my recovery. And it tells my story. And it puts together this big picture of who I am as a person in recovery. And I hope that somehow you could relate and it can help you on your journey. And you have someone that you can mirror and bounce your life off of through the reflection of mine. And that's why I share so honestly, um, because at this stage of my life, I don't have no more secrets. I have no reason to front for anyone. You know, I'm a real dude. I keep it real. You know, I I hold my stuff down. Um, But being sensitive and honest and connecting with my humanity and my heart makes me a bigger person. And that's why I practice radical honesty and radical forgiveness. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening and enjoy this segment um, from psych to go in regards to tips on how to deal with a breakup. I hope you enjoy it. Breakups are hard. Whether you're the dumper or the dumpy, it's a very difficult thing to deal with. It might feel like you'll never make it out of the heart-shattering sadness, but you will. Here are five things you can do to help put yourself back together after a breakup. Number one, experience it. The only way to really get over a breakup is to deal with it. Don't distract yourself. Let yourself feel the emotions, one at a time. There will be good times and there will be bad. But the most important thing is to give yourself time. If you feel like crying, cry. Crying has a bad reputation, but it's extremely therapeutic. Crying isn't losing control, it's gaining it back through owning your emotions. Number two, focus on yourself. After being the second half of a couple for a while, we tend to forget what it feels like to be on our own again. Be your own person. Do whatever you feel like doing. Try thinking about you, and only you, for a little bit 
to regain that awesome sense of independence that you lost while being someone's significant other. This can be done in a number of ways. Treat yourself to something nice, like a delicious dinner, or a day out and about. Maybe take the time to reevaluate your health goals, or even set personal goals for yourself. Indulge a little. Buy yourself a nice outfit or something you've had your eye on. Get your favorite food or a bottle of wine and enjoy it, with or without friends. Ladies and gentlemen, I had to stop it and pause there. You're listening to the Sober's Dope Podcast, and I do not endorse drinking wine. Uh, Take all the other advice, but there's other things we can do when we're suffering from a breakup than drink. You know, instead of wine, you could go to a spa, you could pamper yourself, go out, get your favorite food, do anything but drink. Take time to remind yourself of who you are. Number three, try new things. Have you always wanted to take guitar lessons? Take a yoga class? Finally read that book you bought three years ago. Well, now you have the time. Find a new hobby or take a class you've been wanting to take. You'll get out more, meet new people, and most importantly, get that pesky ex off your mind. Number four, reach out to family and friends. Friends and family are around for a reason. You know all those times you've had to console your loved ones when they've been in a rough place? Now it's time for payback. True friends are people who love and support you no matter what. You deserve their time and attention and shouldn't be afraid to reach out and ask for it. Spend the weekends reconnecting with your parents, grandparents, and siblings. Too often we take family for granted. So this is a great chance to sneak in some home-cooked meals and show your family that you care. Not only that, consider volunteering to help others. This also lets you go out and meet new people. You'll make new friends and possibly a new love interest. Number five, move on. It's not uncommon for two people to break up and want to remain friends, but the most important thing you can do is distance yourself from that person that means taking a month-long vacation to Mexico, so be it. Don't text, call, or email them. What you both need at this point is space. Breakups create emotional wounds, and if you are in constant contact with your ex, you will never give yourself the time you need to heal. After the healing process, go out and meet new people. There's some truth to the old adage. The best way to get over someone is to get under someone. Join Tinder or some other dating and go out. You're sure to meet someone new, someone you can connect to on a deeper level. Breakups are difficult, but they aren't the end of the world. In fact, they're the start of something new and better. If I could save your life, I would, my baby, I love you If I could take away the pain, I promise I love you There's levels to this game, but I'm not a player We all up and down like elevators For the record, you the one that's getting away Before I lose this fight, I got something to say 
I'm proud of you, baby, no matter what. And no one's perfect, it comes to trust. And when it come to us, I want you to know. There's nowhere in life I'm not willing to go. Just for you, my baby, my Desdemona. On our Shakespeare shit, still pitching a boner. I love you long time, my heart is honest. And I never really cheated my love, I promise. And I know that's shaky, but I'm only human. And if I ever find that kid, I'm snuffing Cupid. Cause this love shit hurts like amputations. But you always add up to my computations. I'm just a romantic, yes to no dances. Pillow talk love with X and O answers in this thing called life. We find the meaning to the girl that I love who's fighting demons. Just know you're not alone. Just pick up the phone. I promise not to judge. Just get in the zone. I love you. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.